Hello, everyone, and welcome. I'm Jennifer Uziel, founder of Soul Language, and I'm dedicated to providing my listeners with tangible tools to embody their divinity and create a life based on freedom. This is Asked and Answered by Soul, where we focus on topics that will guide you to listening and utilizing your essential nature. And I'm so excited today because I'm with Ellie Bosmarova. I hope I have that right. Um, and we're talking about how to reach your creative goals. Welcome, Ellie. Thanks, Jennifer. Happy to be here. I'm so excited. And I always like to start, you know, getting us on the same page about what you're like from the inside out. And so my favorite question to ask is, what what has been the big theme of your journey? Oh, my gosh. I would have to say authenticity, finding ways to be true to myself, my deeper self, when the world seems to have a lot of different ideas about how I should be. Yeah. And I think that what what we're really talking about there is, is how to express it, right? How to stand in it, how to speak your truth and how to, you know, keep coming back to what you know to be true. And I love that big theme. So I'm glad that you've, you've had that big theme because I bet you've created a lot of content to help other people with that as well. Yeah, that's what I try to do um, in the last, I mean, really, it's been a journey of about a decade, but in the last year, I've finished a book, um, a memoir, um, and have used the experience of that to sort of guide people through feeling really overwhelmed by the idea of it to actually just day by day, step by step, taking the actions that get you to the goal. I love that. So we're talking about how to reach your creative goals today. So where do you think people fall down on reaching their goals? Oh, man, I think that from what I've seen, a lot of people are holding themselves back at the gate. Like they have an idea, but they don't know where to start, whether it's, you know, writing or a business or another artistic medium, photography, anything else. Starting a podcast, for example, I've worked with someone who really wanted to start a podcast and was getting really hung up on like what uh, tools and, um, like what equipment she needs. And so I think for one at the beginning, it can be really overwhelming and people think they need to do things a certain way, a right way, the correct way. And so they never just take that first little step. And then along the way, I think there's a lot of fear that comes up, um, just at different stages of the process. And it can help to realize that that's normal. And, we're kind of designed with certain self-protecting mechanisms, whether that's, you know, subconsciously or just through, you know, experiences starting from childhood. And so it's normal to be scared. That fear doesn't mean you won't succeed or you're bad at something. I love that. So, okay. So how do we small chunk these, you know, moving forward and hitting our mark? Like what are some of the do's and don'ts? Let's see. Maybe we could do we want to do like an example of a project? Sure. Okay, cool. So, I guess I'll just speak from my own experience. Um when I first got an idea to okay, I want to write a book. I didn't know if I wanted it to be a novel. I didn't know if I wanted it to be completely nonfiction, which is a lot of pressure on doing research and making sure things are accurate. And so 
I sat on that idea for a while because it's a nice idea. And and when it becomes a reality, it's something different. And so, you know, it's a nice idea for a while. And then so the don't there is getting really attached to the result looking exactly like it does in your head because it just looks different. And were you going to say something? No, I was agreeing with you. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just the way it works. Like bringing things into reality can look a little different from how we imagine them. Maybe not wildly different, but a little different. Um, and over time, I found, you know, I found teachers and I went to a graduate program for writing and and learned the craft. So a do would be, you know, to apply yourself as a student of whatever you're trying to create to learn from others. So maybe there's no perfect blueprint but you can at least learn the tools and the 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 possibilities that have already been created and maybe the rules that later you can break. Um, another don't, I would say, is comparing, uh, you know, comparing yourself to people who are really successful, <laughs> who have already, you know, achieved the thing. Maybe they're a bunch of steps ahead of you. Maybe they're your age. Uh, I have found that in myself and in others. And that's just discouraging and, and everyone's on a different you know, soul journey. A do, I would say, that I recently talked about at um, this conference is to sort of separate who you truly are deep, deep down from maybe like what we could call ego desires, the ego wanting to be acknowledged and admired and better than, um, sort of living from this place of fear to going back to this inner self, this true self, where I'm really just in progress all the time. I'm always getting better. And kind of having that growth mindset is really, really helpful. And I would say that's a do. Um, On a practical level, I strongly recommend looking at project management and systems. It's not very like, ooh, creativity. Right. It's not very fun. (laughs) but it it can feel really, really good to say, oh, today I had a goal of hitting 500 words and I hit 500 words that I've done what I set out to do versus I'm, you know, never going to be as good as this person. I'm so far behind. Look at all the days I've wasted procrastinating or doing whatever. And it can just be really helpful also to see the progress you're making. Like, how close am I to the goal? What's my deadline for finishing this thing? It may not work out. You know, the the spirit may take you in a different direction. But um, for to, to stay sane, I think it's really important to just, um, you know, keep like a toe on the ground and kind of plod along. Why do you think it's so important that people have kind of loose systems, meaning a structure? for achieving their creative goals? For me, it's so important because I, as an artist, as a writer, have really high expectations and standards for myself. And I know I'm not alone in that. And goals and structures not only create momentum, they're little checkpoints, But they also kind of stop me and people I work with from constantly feeling like a failure 
and constantly feeling like there's no progress, nothing's happening. You know, I got rejected again. Like if you're sent, if you're putting yourself out there, putting your work out there and it can be helpful to see, no, I'm showing up, I'm trying and putting in that effort is really at the end of the day, we can really only control the process. Like ultimately can't really control the outcome of what happens. How does this work get into the world if it does at all? Beautiful. So what have been some of the big questions that you've been asking yourself about your own creative goals lately? Oh my goodness. <laughs> For me lately, it's been what is, so I'm at a, a, par, a point in my project where I'm uh, querying, I'm starting to query agents. I'm uh, putting the finishing touches on a book proposal. And so I've been thinking, you know, what is the best place for this book, who is going to treat it and understand it and love it and hopefully carry it out. Or the plan is to carry it out into the world the way it deserves. And, you know, my ego says, well, obviously, Ellie, it's a top five publisher. <laughs> obviously, it's the best ones are going to do the best job. But, you know, that may not be true. And so I think it's me sort of starting to separate myself from my work. The work is now a product that, you know, the spirit through me or me I've created, and I no longer am that work. So treating us as two different things, which can be hard in both business and creativity. It's easy for me to be like, no, this is me. I'm going out into the world. If you reject my work, you reject me. Yeah. And I think that's important, you know, just on the side, the big publishers aren't always the best, right? Because they don't have a lot of time to spend with, you know, individuals. So smaller publishing house might, you get, might get the amazing dedication and nurturing that you're, you're desiring. And I think that's true. I think so often we have a, a one way lane and we forget that to kind of sit back and be in that connection because when we're in that connection, the divine can bring us things that we never even thought of that we can't even comprehend. So amazing. What is, what is like one or two things that you want people to remember about reaching those creative goals? Um, well, first thing I just want to say, you reminded me of The Artist's Way, if you've ever done it, or maybe some listeners have. I did it last year. It was like a 12-week, you work out of the book, The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. And she has this quote that I have on my whiteboard that I look at every day, and it says, God, I'll take care of the quantity and you take care of the quality. <laughs> <laughs> so it takes some pressure off, uh, which is really helpful. So a couple things I want folks to remember is that our minds want us to think that we can get more done in any given moment or any given day than we actually can. And so just focusing on the little bits, the little actions that seem a little bit easy, that seem like, oh, that's, a, that's not a big deal. That's not going to do anything. That's not going to move the needle. Just tending to those little actions, like writing 500 words, it can take several hours. It can take 15 minutes. And it's okay if it's just a little tiny action and just taking that action over time again and again and again, you know, writing 30 minutes a day is going to add up to hours each week. 
you don't need that time to be all together in one chunk. It can be those little tiny moments over time. And then the other thing I would say is, I mean, one thing that's really helped me is just trying to tell the truth with my work. And sometimes that can be really scary, um, <clears throat> but at least for me and the other the writers and the literary professionals I've talked to, just focusing on telling the truth first is really helpful. And then if you get to the point where you're going to share your work with the world, and maybe there are some things in there that are putting people in a certain light, or you need to check with folks, you can do that then. But in the beginning, just tell the truth. Beautiful. So how do people get more of you? How do they get in touch with you? You can find me on Instagram at Big Sister Co. or visit www.bigsister.co. That's Big Sister is the name of my company, helping folks become their own role models through creativity. Beautiful. So my last question is, if you were a magnet on whatever you call your higher, higher powers refrigerator, what would your magnet say? I love this question. Uh, I think my my magnet would say there are no rules. Love it. You can make your own rules. Yeah. I love it. For a rule breaker, I totally get that. <laughs> um, you know, and then there's certain times where we, you know, what I realize is that there's certain times I just need the rule and that's okay. Right. You know, I think you don't have to break every rule because you're a rule breaker, but you get to really break the ones in my case that don't, that don't work, don't make sense, that don't support sustainability that are a rule for being a rule so i love that thank you so much and thanks so much for spending time with us today thanks so much jennifer everyone you've been listening to ask and answered by soul with jennifer Rizzio. please feel free to share this podcast with your community leave a comment or a review contact me directly and also reach out to all of these amazing guests there's a lot of amazing wisdom here and uh, a lot of people that can be a great resource for you so don't forget you are your soul so just be you okay everyone bye for now introducing the deep leadership podcast leadership is a people business that's the philosophy of your podcast host john rennie as a former submarine officer who spent 22 years leading businesses in corporate america before starting his own manufacturing business he knows that leadership matters leadership matters. deep leadership is real world actionable leadership advice from john and his expert guests become a leader worth following Subscribe today. Electric acid. Electric acid.